0: Welcome to the Going There podcast. I am Kim and this is my amazing husband.
1: And strong and good looking. Yes,
0: yes, all those.
1: (laughs) well i'm chris and we are husband and wife parents of three amazing kids co-pastors of journey church in newport news virginia and ketogenic coaches
0: we want to bring you guys along for the fun as we dive into topics not touched from the pulpit
1: on the going there podcast we will be sharing in full transparency about marriage sex and faith and did i mention sex
0: we are going there nothing is off limits
1: With 20 years of ministry experience and 18 years of marriage and three kids, we've seen the good, the bad, the ugly, and the really good.
0: The Going There podcast can be found on all your favorite podcast platforms, as well as Facebook and Instagram. You can also find us at goingtherepodcast.com.
1: So go ahead, subscribe to the podcast, and get a new episode every Wednesday.
0: Go ahead and like us and share on Facebook and Instagram, because we are going there.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Going There podcast. We are so glad you joined us for this episode. We are episode four, yeah, and we are talking about faith yes. and marriage, right? Does faith yeah equal a strong marriage i first of all before we even get going it is the 27th of january and i cannot believe that we are literally one month down yeah uh in, in 2021 that means there's only 11 months to go until christmas isn't that incredible oh
0: we did not need to go there <laughs> that is not okay y'all that's not okay <laughs> just scratch what he just said and let's just celebrate
1: everything just kind of <laughs> kind of just goes together we're now, almost
0: right? at valentine's day let's stay there one holiday at a time don't do that mess
1: everything just kind of blurs together <laughs> i mean since the kids have been out of school yeah. since last march and we're almost a year that they have been out of school um, yeah. like I mean, they've been doing virtual school, but they've been out of school. Like we have been with our kids since March.
0: And and just to throw like a little little like sneak peek for next week, we will be diving a little bit next week into a topic um, that probably maybe have come up in some marriages over this whole quarantine pandemic, kids home time. So a little sneak peek that uh, a a topic came in from email that we'll hit next week on on that for marriages.
1: It will be good. It will be good. So 27th of January, episode four. And again, we're talking about, uh, does faith equal a strong marriage? And that I think is a great question to ask. And it's a great question to unpack. Yes, definitely. If you've come up in any kind of church culture or uh, you know, church or whatever, you're going to hear a lot of just cliche things that yeah. people say. You know, just pray about it. You know, when something's going, on, well, just pray about it. You just know, trust God. You got to have it. faith, right? Just trust God, and <laughs> and and sometimes that can be lumped together, particularly when it comes to marriage. It's like, well, if you just have faith, right. then you'll have a. A great marriage, you know, right? Uh, faith, faith in God, you believe God, you'll have a great marriage. And I think that, uh, that's not always the case. No, as a matter of fact, I think marriage takes way more than just faith, absolutely, it takes communication, it takes understanding, it takes patience. Yes, so when we talk about (laughs) faith, I think even before we unpack it too much, we gotta ask, What does faith mean? Like, how do how. How do they define faith when they say, well, yeah, yeah. if you have faith, you have a good marriage. How are they defining faith? Yeah. Is faith a, a a system of beliefs, like right. a system of belief, like my faith, I'm a Christian and that's my faith. Mm-hmm. Or are they saying, you, if you just have faith, like to lay hold of something, right? right. Like. We came up in a in a really charismatic Pentecostal uh, environment, yes. and so uh, if you're not familiar with that, that's the crazy part of church, right? And uh, and <laughs> and they um, there was a major emphasis on on just confessing the word. You know, you can confess the word, confess the word. You right. just have faith to get through it, and so faith became this this thing that you use to lay a hold of particular promises, and you bring them into your life. That right. that faith, that type of faith, right. You know, is that what they're talking about? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, what would you say? I guess what would you say when early on that you defined as as faith equaling a strong marriage? Like, what defined that for you um, beyond what you're already explaining? What was your idea yeah. of what that looked like?
1: Yeah. I, you know, so, man, praying, like if I was praying enough, then I would have a good marriage. If I was okay. reading the scripture enough, then I would have a great marriage. Right. If I memorized enough scripture, then I would have a great marriage. Yeah. If I did enough serving right. and earned my brownie points with God, that hamster will of religion, you know, we've talked about mm-hmm. that uh, a couple episodes ago, that hamster will of religion, that carrot chasing religion. Yeah. You know, if I could just do enough f- and earn God's good, good points, you know, then, then my marriage would be great. Right. And so that for me was, I, I figured that if, if I'm doing all the right things, then my marriage would be be great. Right? right.
0: Yeah. And I think that's kind of the same mindset that I had was if I do all of the right things or I, I fall into this right mold that has been maybe laid out, um, in scripture, whether it's from like this idea of a Proverbs 31 woman or just the things that I've seen put in front of me, um, by the church, then everything would be okay. And we would, we would just go into this and we would be able to conquer everything and anything until all of a sudden there were moments where it's like, okay, this just doesn't feel okay. And, and, right. I can't pray this away. Right. I can't confess this away right. and I can't outread my anxiety. I can't right. outread my stress at times. Yes, there is like definitely power in prayer. Don't hear what I'm not saying in that. But there were times where it just it just didn't work in that moment and it felt very I felt very vulnerable in the moment of feeling like I wasn't It wasn't equaling up. Like my faith wasn't strong enough to equal the strong marriage I thought that we needed to have.
1: Right. And I think think when you go back to that, I think we look at that as faith is something that we can manipulate. Faith is something that we bring to the table, right? right? And the only way that we have faith... As believers, as followers of Jesus Christ, the only faith that you have is actually on loan to you from God. Right. It's the faith of God in your life, right? The Bible says, and the Scripture says in, in Romans uh, ten nine, it says, uh, "So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God." I'm pretty sure. No, that's ten seventeen. I think the faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, okay. and um, and so it, it, faith to believe God. And the plan of salvation through Jesus Christ comes by hearing the message of Jesus Christ. So even the faith that you use to receive your salvation is the faith given to you by God himself. So so faith isn't something you can manipulate. It's not something that you bring to the table. It's a response to God's love for you. True and real and genuine faith is a response uh, to God's love for you. When I hear the goodness of God. When I understand the goodness of God, when I understand God's love, it awakens inside of me. It, it, it awakens that faith. And then I'm able to relate to God through, through trusting God is as good as he says he is. Right. 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 Go ahead, yeah. So
0: going back to does faith equal a strong marriage? I believe that there's a yes and a no answer to that. Sure. How do you feel about that? Like no, I think I
1: think yeah, I think we just kind of hit the no portion of that. Yeah. Knowing that if you think it's it's something you can manipulate, right? Yes, if if you're realizing that man, my relationship with God yes. is the anchor that I have for my life. Right. Absolutely. So marriage, like we, we've talked about before and we talked about this a couple episodes ago, you know, our your marriage is not uh, you're you're not two halves coming right. together to make one, right? You're right. not two halves. Though
0: we've thought that in the past. Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not two halves <laughs> coming together to make one. It's right. not the 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 fulfillment of the Jerry Maguire prophecy. Right. You complete me, right. or, or whatever the case is. We are complete in Christ, and we bring something incredible right. when we're when we're together. When we come together.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I was going somewhere with that. Where was I going with that? They were taking the garbage cans outside, y'all. We got loud loud neighbors, but it's all good. Um But man, I forget completely where I was going with that. We
0: were talking about faith being the yes aspect of how it can make your marriage. Oh strong. the anchor
1: point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the anchor point. Right, right. Right. Because and, and this is the thing that's important. If if my anchor, if my identity If if who my sense of self and worth is rooted in in Christ, it's rooted in God, then I can then then I can anchor myself to that. So then when when my relationship doesn't go the way that I think it can go, it can be the thing that helps sustain me absolutely through the tough times. Marriage always requires two people, right? right? It's gonna be. It's gonna require two. Any people. Any relationship, right? Yeah, every every every, <laughs> every yeah, single ev- relationship. Absolutely, every relationship requires yeah. two people. Marriage specifically yeah. involves two people. May I just say that involves two people? And right. so what's what's interesting about that is that you have your own way of believing and thinking and doing and being, yep. and your spouse has their own way of thinking and being and doing and believing. Right. And then you try to put those two people together, and at some level. There's some give and take. And at other moments, there's some, I want you to do it my way. And the, and the other person says, no, you're supposed to do it my way. And then you have this big stalemate that stands, you have to stand off. Yeah. And, and we've talked about this before, the growth aspect that comes along with that. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, so you you have your, uh, having your identity, your faith rooted in and anchored in Christ. Uh, is definitely going to help you, especially when you you begin to walk things out, right?
0: Yeah, and Um, I think it, like you were saying, if we're two individual people coming together, there's going to be Things that we disagree on, and things that we agree on, and things that we we differ in, things that you enjoy and I enjoy, but our commona- commonality can be our faith. Like it yeah. doesn't everything yeah. about us doesn't have to line up perfectly. Yeah. But if if we are in the if we are on the same journey and we are both willing to say, you know what, I'm on this faith journey, you're on this faith journey, and we have that commonality, that is a strong that is a strong force right there. Sure. That Absolutely. All these other things that tend to come up in our relationship that we think will make our relationship strong may not be the things we need to focus on as much as our faith at moments. And I think that's a huge thing is, is knowing that, you know what, my partner and I both are, are in a spot where we both absolutely know that without Christ, we wouldn't know where we're going to be at. And so that's right. a strong yes for me. Yeah, absolutely. There for sure is that faith equals a stronger marriage and like we said we already hit the the whole no aspect you know, of
1: You know too I think when I think kind of maybe even breaking it down a layer when mm-hmm. we talk about faith and our our belief or, or trust in God. Yeah. And I think us your understanding of God, your understanding of who oh, God yeah, is is, is a major thing for your relationship, Absolutely. right? Because you will always reveal, you're always going to demonstrate and you will always live out the God that you believe in, right? Yeah. You you can't live contradictory to the God you believe right. in. It, it, you reveal the God you believe in. And so if I believe
0: right.
1: that I the, that God is vindictive, if I believe that he's out to get me, that he's a God who, you know, gets you when you're doing wrong or whatever, I'm going to I'm going to exemplify that even in my my, my relationships, right? Right. And so, if I feel like God's always harping on me, that God's always condemning me, then right. that's going to be what I'm showing out. So, yeah. so in that case, that could, if that's the image of God that you bear, one of a vindictive, right. retributive God. Then, then I would say your faith in that guy could actually be damaging to your, absolutely, your marriage, right? Yeah. Because then that's how you're relating to your spouse. Yeah, yeah. Right? If have you, you
0: ever felt that? Like, I guess even just putting ourselves, well, putting ourselves and, in this position right now, is have you found yourself in the absolutely. eighteen years of being married relating to me the way that you thought God? Absolutely.
1: To you? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. And here's the a, here's a even uh, more complex thing. You know, I have. No, see there there have been times where I I mean in ministry yeah. where I'm grabbing a hold of this understanding of grace yeah. from an intellectual standpoint right <laughs> but not from a heart standpoint a, there's yeah. a disconnect between what I can think and teach and then what I actually believe, right? right? But ultimately, whatever it is that you believe is going to be the thing that manifests in your life. And so there were, I think for sure, and you probably saw some of that too, like, man, you can teach a really good word on grace. Why don't you live it, you jerk? You know, it's like.
0: (laughs) But see, my version of God was very much different. And so I had a lot of, you know, I think outwardly there would be moments where I felt like the, my knowledge was I need to judge and I maybe would even speak those things. Mm. But internally, I knew that the heart of God was ultimately love, no matter what. It was love and acceptance. And so I would, I feel like I gave that out in, in an unhealthy way at times, maybe. And in, in a way of not speaking and not sharing things um, versus actually speaking them out. So yeah. I think it was at moments made a little bit opposite. Um, so I would yeah. not have said anything. Right. You know, I wouldn't have said right. much. I would have been like, "Oh, I just got to love you through this." <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> yeah, jerk. So, think how we grew up.
1: I <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think there's for sure times where that's been the case, man. And um, and and even beyond just my relationship with you, but my relationship with friends or coworkers or my yeah. kids, you know, our kids or whatever. It's yeah. like, man, there have absolutely been times. Where well, that's been the case. And as I've grown to come, as the more I've grown in my understanding and my belief, the more I've grown in my, my understanding of God and His love and His grace and His mercy, uh, the more that is exemplified in my life, right? Yeah. When you, when, when in 1 John, we, we said this, read this a couple of episodes ago, but in 1 John 4, it says, if you don't love, then you don't know God, for right. God is love, love mm-hmm. right? Um, and so the more I came to know God, the more love became the, the, the byproduct of, right. Of my relationship.
0: Right. Also, I was just thinking back as to what we were just speaking about prior is if your understanding of God is a distant God, mm how that can also play. And I know that's for me as though I understood the heart of God at times, very much like loving. I also felt that God was very distant from mm. me and that then created a distance between us that I would put up there because I put, uh, you know, it was the way I related yeah. to God. So I related to you. I've done that with our, with our children as well. There'd been mm. a distance there because that's just how I felt. And so there's, it's so important, um, in marriage for sure because that's what we're talking about is how you view God mm-hmm. because it will come out in every area. Right. And so I'm just thinking like man well, if you view him as distant then the the that same thing will happen between you and your spouse as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or if you view him as as any condemning, things, right? Condemning, condemning,
0: judgmental.
1: Yeah, yeah. So then that reflects the same way, right? Yeah. So then then if there's an area in your in your life where you're struggling. Yeah. In any particular area and whatever area that is, it Absolutely. can be pornography, it can be emotional affair, it can right. be alcohol, it can be whatever substance you're you're dealing with. Right you know, if you view God as someone who's constantly pointing his finger at you and telling you how horrible you are and how wrong you are, um, then you are not likely to be open and share that right. with your your spouse when you do begin to struggle because what is your what is the response well you're going to you know they're going to treat me the same way that I think god yeah. treats me it's the way that I deserve to be treated and right. so I want to close up and 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 uh, you know hunker down and not share anything and right. and so again you, this whole thing comes back to how how you view god how you see god will play out in your, in your marriage. It right. will absolutely 100% play out in your, in your marriage.
0: Yeah. So what the foundation of that looks like, where, where did that foundation come from? I guess you, you we kind of talked about that over other, the last couple of podcasts, like what was the message you were given about all these things? But that's the very right. same thing with faith is right. what was the message you were given about faith in the, in the very beginning? Because That foundation often is what leads into your marriage and the the idea of the faith is what's going to, you know, sustain you and all of these things. Um, So I think that's, yeah, go ahead.
1: No, I was just gonna say, I think there's a, there is, I think there, I don't know, man. I just don't think that we, it was demonstrated very well to us, maybe.
0: What Um, do you mean by that?
1: demonstrated very well, I wasn't finished with my statement. You cut me off. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> I do that often, y'all.
1: You do. She cuts me off all the time. I don't think it was demonstrated very well <laughs> how to integrate faith in in family or faith in relationship. I right. don't think that was it was faith was the thing you did and then the byproduct was or you had these relationships over here right. and then if you believed hard enough then these should be better. But there wasn't an inner working understanding of dynamics, right? right. With relationships. So so you know going into this this marriage and relationship you know no one really sat us down and said hey let me help you guys understand some really important things like family of origin. That's so incredibly important because right. what this is going to do is is understanding Kim's family of origin right. and understanding how weird her family is, is going to help you understand just how weirder your family is. Right. And, and when you guys are married and you've been married for four <laughs> months and you decide you're going to put a Christmas tree up for your very first special Christmas, and you have the biggest argument that you guys have ever had. And that would be... The only five tree you years. put together. And it was absolutely true story, guys. <laughs> First Christmas, man. We 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 go to put the Christmas tree up, and Kim's way of doing it did not match my way of doing it. And of course, my way of doing it was Is right. the absolute
0: wrong way. It Was
1: the right way. He
0: hasn't done it in 18 and- years, and everyone that sees my tree <laughs> loves it. So I'm just saying, but- I can do that well.
1: <laughs> but it caused the biggest fight that we had been in up to up to that point five years. I mean, like one of the biggest fights we had. And literally I was done. I was I, I was boycotting trees for, for years. But no one sat down and said, like, well, well, faith is supposed to take care of that. If you yeah. just had enough faith, everything will work out. No, no one sat us down and said family of origin is so incredibly important. And you mm-hmm. got to understand uh, how the roles played out. Right. You know, how how your, your mom related to your dad or your dad related to your mom is going to influence how you receive things and how right. you do things. And so.
0: And I think it's really like it. Uh, what gives me like so much hope is that there are so many people available to do that now for others because there's so much more research so much more understanding resources resources, research everything because then there was just Everything was kind of simplified, I feel like. And it was taken back, like we said, is like, well, you just put your trust in the Lord and just pray and just have faith. But there's so much more to an individual, to each person coming into this union or this relationship, this marriage. There's so much more to each of us that it doesn't, it needs to be dissected a little bit. It, you yeah. need to understand those things like yeah. how like you're talking about the family of origin or yeah. just the way that you feel intimacy, the way that i would receive intimacy, yeah. the way that you expected to raise kids, the way i expect. There's so many things that could be talked about going into it that that your um, faith
1: can serve as a base for, a foundation absolutely for. Absolutely, a foundation
0: right. for. Right. But there are. I do. I do believe that there's so much more um, available now um, to couples, young yeah. married couples, yeah. older married couples, people who have been married fifty plus years. There's so many resources that can help undo some of the yeah. maybe wrong things. That is. It's kind of awesome. I kind. I really do love that. Um, yeah. Now and I do think that um, we too have grown in in our own faith journey. We didn't have begin together get married and have this faith journey that kind of just stopped no it it was like that was it It ever evolved it's ever evolving and can you use the word can you
1: use the word evolve evolution on a christian podcast some (laughs) people get kind of funky about that my faith is evolving no wait you said evolving you can't do that or you
0: question have questions about god like oh yeah whoa
1: but no, it's, it's good though. I think it's been a, it's been a journey and I think that we, we yeah. got together early on and it was incredibly, you know, our, our relationship was incredibly codependent early on, right? There wasn't right. a no sense of self. I mean, we were no. kids when we got together, 16 yeah. and 14 years old. We were yeah. youngins, right? And so we've had we're... to grow up and grow apart
0: yeah. in
1: order to grow together. Yeah. And I think when I say grow apart, I don't mean Which is like...
0: scary for a lot. Yeah. It could be very scary.
1: Yeah, I when I yeah it is, and when I when I say grow apart, I don't mean abandon one another, no. but growing apart, meaning growing up and being your own individual, yeah, being your own person. You know, Dr. Corey Allen, um, he wrote a book called Naked Marriage, and he talks about relationships, and a, a relationship that's been fused together, that's become codependent, if you were to look at it, it would look like the capital letter A, right? Like if you put w- your
0: two hands together.
1: Yeah, if you put your two hands together, it'd be like the capital letter A, and you get these two things leaning together like this. Well, if your whole relationship is leaning together like this, if one person moves out of the way, what happens to the other person? You fall they fall on f- your face. They fall. <laughs> they have no ability to stand up on their own. Yeah. He talks about... Um, you know, being an I, if you're going to be in a relationship, be an I relationship, be an independent standing person, yes. be an independent person, right? Because when we're at our, we're at our best, when we are independent, right. then we're able to give when we're, when we have a good sense, our a good sense of self, understanding yeah. of self, right? Right. Um, and, and that goes even with your, your own personal uh, relationship with the Lord, with right. your own, your own faith journey. It's like when you can stand strong in your faith journey with God, then, right. then you're there for your, your spouse. Right. You know? Right. When
0: you're not leaning on your spouse yeah. for, and you know, granted there are times where you, you know, you hold you help hold yeah, each other up in different seasons for sure, but not in a, not in a codependent way. You know, right. um, well,
1: like I can give you an example, like praying, it's like man, yeah. praying for one of those really important. And, I, yeah. and I, I, here's the thing when, when we, when we're going through premarital counseling, I remember the pastor that was going through that with us. He mm-hmm. said, you know, there comes time, there's going to come a point where your wife needs to hear you pray for her
0: yeah.
1: and, and he's going to need to hear you pray for him. Right. That is an absolute truth, right? right? right. There, There's truth to that. But it should never be the only time that we pray is if I'm praying. Or it should right. never be the only time that we pray is if you're praying, right? right? It's like when we tell our kids as they're growing up and we're, we're encouraging them to pray more. And we're like, hey, why don't you go ahead and pray for this? And they're like, well, I don't know what to say. Right. I, I don't know right. what to do. And we're like, we'll just pray like this. Say this, you know, trying to encourage them to step out. You yeah. know, so being able to do that on your own, being mm-hmm. able to have that of your own, your own way of praying, your own, your own relationship to, to then share. Right. As, as well. But
0: yeah. And that cultivates a whole nother, uh, uh, a whole nother, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even speak right. Y'all a whole nother level of intimacy that you can have in your marriage by praying together, praying for each other. And it's not something that's necessarily easy because a lot of people, um, even though it's your spouse, don't really like to pray out loud in front of other people. It's their quiet time or private time with the Lord, but to, to just encourage everyone is to, to start, to start, to challenge yourself to maybe once a week, pray for your spouse together. And, and, you know, and if they're not at the spot where they're willing to, to do that with you and just say, well, I want to pray over you and, and just keep working that process because it does create another level of intimacy there that. Is really cool.
1: And, it, and it's an iron sharpens iron thing yeah. as well. It's definitely helpful. Right.
0: And, and you can get a little bit of insight as to what they need prayer for. Like if you maybe yeah. aren't communicating constantly or yeah. as often, you could be like, hey, what can I pray for you about? Well, this thing at work right now. Oh, didn't know that. And pray.
1: Right. And again, <laughs> that that's coming back to having your relationship, having yeah. your faith. Your faith is going to be, your faith expressed is going to help strengthen uh, your relationship. Right. And so you have those moments where you're like, Hey, can I pray for you? Yeah. Like I'm, I mean, I do that regular for you, for you to say, Hey, let me pray for you right quick. You know, Mm -hmm. pray, pray for you, pray over you. And it could be after that, it's a moment for you. That's like a release or you're able to say, man, this is what I'm, what I'm thinking on. This is what I'm dealing with or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but it's, it's a good thing to do, man, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So does faith? Does faith equal a strong marriage? That's the question, right? So right. the answer would be uh, yes, and and no. And no. I, I think <laughs> yes and no. Right. It depends on how you, it depends on how you define it. You yeah. know, I definitely think and, and encourage couples. You know, obviously, um, we we believe in a in a godly marriage, a a Christ centered marriage. And uh, and believe that you can have an incredible marriage, incredible sex, in in, in the faith, you know. And, yeah. And I think that's definitely a, a good. We believe that wholeheartedly. Absolutely. And I think growth as well, encouraging growth, um, with your in your relationship. You know, Kim and I, we we listen to tons of teachings. We listen to tons. I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of hours. Of teaching in some podcasts and yeah. all sorts of that. And man, she finds such like, oh, I got to send You got to listen to this. And right. I'll find something to send to her. You got to listen to this. And then it encourages us to continue to grow. Right. And uh, grow as individuals and then grow together. Yeah. As a couple as well. Yes.
0: Yes, for sure. Yeah. Well, this is kind of like the last episode of this. I guess it would be considered like a series or introduction of yeah. what and why we are doing these podcasts why yeah. why it's on our heart to um, encourage couples um, married couples in marriage, sex and faith yeah um, So this is the end of the month and next month we'll start some new topics.
1: Which we want to continue to encourage you guys, man. You guys have already sent in some good stuff. We have some really good content coming up yeah. over the next couple of weeks. And so please let me just encourage you guys to continue to do that. If you have a question in regards to marriage, sex, and faith, or, or anything in between, yeah. please feel free to email us at feedback at goingtherepodcast.com. Yeah. Or you can go to goingtherepodcast.com, the website, and on the top Uh, right-hand side there's a got a question tab go ahead and click that and you can submit it there anonymously and at at there Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook make sure you do that and then one more thing we would love for you guys if you're listening to us um, on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on is to rate and review us guys rate and review us the more uh, we are rated the more reviews we get the the higher we climb and the more exposure we get to yeah. uh, to, to more listeners and, and people who need to hear this as well. So, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us again. We look forward to being with you guys next week. Anything else you want to say?
0: No, I'm good.
1: <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.